the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. Today, uh, we are going to talk about the divinity of Jesus Christ in the Quran. And yes, you've heard me correct. The Quran actually does provide proofs of the divinity of Christ, uh, despite what our Muslim friends might think uh, or might argue uh, basically against that. We're using the word of their God, who has generously proved that Jesus is a divine person. And of course, with me here to unpack this for us, this shocking, uh, basically, uh, uh, you know, reality uh, is no other than our dear brother, Rob Christian. Rob, thank you so much, as always, brother. Thank you, dear brother, for inviting me again on your amazing, amazing uh, videos. Uh, God bless your team. God bless you. May our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ keep you a, a very long and healthy life because we have a lot of work to do Thank you. in the future. Please, Lord, keep our brother here healthy and safe. All right. Um, this topic, Jesus in Islam is God. And we're going to prove that from your books, Muslims. All right. Don't shoot the messenger. We are only reading. I'm going to show you what your books are saying. So please don't hate me. If you don't agree with me, I advise you to burn your books or at least think, if you care about the truth, think, drop Islam, drop Muhammad, and come back home to the real living God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to his name. Let us see what your Islamic books are saying, my friends. In the Hadith, in the Hadith, Muhammad, in multiple Hadith, we can find that Muhammad says that Jesus is sinless. What does that mean? Jesus is sinless. How can a man who is in the flesh not commit sins and be called only a mere human? And to confirm that, let us go to the Quran. In the Quran, in the following chapter, chapter 9, Surah At-Tawbah, one of the last chapters, and many Muslim scholars actually think that this is the final chapter, but let's assume that it's one of the last chapters of the Quran. We see in the Arabic, and I want to, uh, uh, I want to read with Brother Al-Fadi, it says, Meaning, they, the Jews and the Christians, have taken their monks, and rabbis, or their rabbis and monks, meaning the Jews and the Christians, as gods, as lords, and the word is arbaban, arbab, 
plural of Rabb, Arbab, as gods besides Allah wa al-Masih. Wait a second. So what is the ayah? What is Allah basically trying to say? Because Muslims say, this is the speech of Allah. Allah is trying to say, you Jews and Christians, the Jews and the Christians have taken their rabbis and their monks as gods. No, no, the real gods are Allah and the Messiah, Al-Masih, the son of Maryam. And we continue reading and it says, they were not commanded except to worship only one God. So what is Allah trying to say? That he, Allah, and the Messiah, they are gods, but together they are one God. So here the Tawheed is, is becoming crystal clear. So this is why Tawheed means unification, right? Tawheed, ana awahid, I unified Tawheed, the unification of multiple gods to become one God. Do you see it, brother? Can yes. you confirm as an Arabic speaker? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, I don't know why Allah wouldn't say اتخذوا أحبارهم ورهبانهم والمسيح أرباب من دون الله. I mean, was it that difficult for him to say? Here you go. I just solved the problem for him if that was his exactly. intent. Exactly. So you see here, even the, the, the Arabic grammar, the wording makes it clear that uh, Jesus is not among the monks and the, and the rabbis. No, he's, he's placed after Allah, meaning Allah and the Messiah are the gods, right? right? Else, as the brother already confirmed and he already uh, uh, explained it, he should have placed Isa, who they call Jesus, uh, among the uh, rabbis and the monks. Then it would have made sense that Jesus is not God. But here, as we are reading it in the Arabic, in the Quran, not the false translations, this is a uh, translation that I have created for the people to make it, to see the problem, to see the shirk, because we see that Allah and the Messiah are the gods, and together they are one God. You see it, my friends? That's proof number one. Let us continue, my friends. Proof number two is the following. Surat Az-Zukhruf, brother Al-Fari. This is the next chapter that I want to bring. And specifically, Ayah 61. Chapter 43 of the Quran, Ayah 61. Look what it says. وَإِنَّهُ لَعِلْمٌ لَعِلْمٌ لِسَّاعَةِ 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 Meaning, in context, if you go to, let's say, Tafsir, Ibn Kathir, for example, we see it's talking about the Islamic Jesus, Isa. And if we read it correctly, not a false translation done by Muslim scholars, because remember, they always lie in their translations. It says, meaning he, and most surely he, Jesus, has knowledge of the last hour. Of wait, the wait, hour. wait, 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 wait. Are you saying the Quran claims that Jesus knows the last hours and our Muslim friends come and babble all the time that Jesus doesn't know the last hour? Exactly. So Muslims, you are shooting yourself in the foot. You are calling Allah a liar. You are calling your prophet a liar who confirmed in the Quran that Jesus has the knowledge of the last hour. But here we have a crystal clear contradiction. If Jesus is not God, he is not equally divine with like Allah. That means we have a contradiction because Allah in another chapter, in another ayah, he says that only he has the knowledge, the ilm of the hour. And brother, many Muslim scholars and translators, they lie. They say that 
لعلمون means a sign no علم علم the word علم means knowledge so they lie in their translations right and and, and not say, only that but he's also yeah. a sign he's he has the knowledge and he's also a sign in another verse yes. talks about that that he's the sign for the end times as well Yes, but he's not only a sign. He he has the he knows knowledge. It. Knows when he knows the hour. He knows Almul Ghayb, brother. The knowledge of the of the unseen. So what does that say? If Allah in other chapters, in another ayahs, it says that Allah only Allah knows the knowledge of the last hour, the unseen. Clearly, here Jesus has the knowledge of the hour. And in another chapter, brother, another ayah, it says that even Jesus knows what people eat in their houses. That's right. So he has the knowledge of the unseen. So he is omniscient, omnipresent, omniscient, omnipresent. That's what we call divine attributes. But this is why my Muslim friends, don't worry about these whitewashed, you know, Muslim scholars who are babblers and trying to lead you to uh, basically away from heaven. Come to Jesus. He's the one that will lead you to heaven. Even the Quran acknowledge his divine abilities. Exactly, brother. And to make it more clear, to add more flavor on top, to put the cherry on top of the of the of the of the cake. Look, in Surah Al-Ankabut, meaning the spider of the Quran, chapter twenty-nine, ayah forty-six, it becomes even more clear. It says, "And O Muslims, O Muslims, in context, do not argue with the people given the books, meaning the Jews and the Christians." And I want people to. Stay focused at all times because it makes more clear, it makes more sense why the Quran says that Jesus is equally divine with Allah. Look, so Muslims don't don't uh, disrespect uh, the Jews and the Christians. Try to be uh, 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 to be to be humble with them and say to them in, in the following parts of the ayah: We Muslims believe in what has been sent down towards us, meaning the Quran. The divine revelation, the Quran, and again confirming the Bible, confirming the Torah and Angel. Yet they claim that the Torah and Angel are corrupted. It's, it's amazing math, my friend. Look what it says here. And what has been sent down towards you, meaning the Torah and Angel, <laughs> the Muslims they must believe in the Torah, they must believe in the Angel. And and here is the most important part, and the Arabic says. وَإِلَهَنَا meaning Allah, our God Allah, وَإِلَهَكُمْ O Jews and Christians, واحد and ours meaning Allah and your God Jesus is one. Now do you see how chapter 9, ayah 31, back to back with chapter 29, ayah 46, becomes crystal clear why Jesus is divine in the Quran. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And ours Allah the Muslims must say to the Christians, and your God, Jesus, is one. Muslims, please wake up. Why are you not worshipping Jesus? Why are you attacking the divinity of Jesus? While your Quran over and over makes it crystal clear that Jesus has the knowledge of the final hour. He is equally divine with Allah. He is called a God. And on top of that, he is one together with Allah. Please wake up. Leave Islam. And come back home. You must worship, according to the Quran, you must worship Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Hallelujah, brother. Amen to that. Thank you so much, as always. 
And this is just a glimpse of many other things. For instance, you know, we didn't get into the fact that he's called the Word of Allah. We didn't get into the fact that he's called the Spirit of Allah. You can argue however you want about that. It's very clear. He is sharing in the same substance and nature of who Allah is. And that makes him divine, my friends. So come to Jesus. The Quran tells you that he is divine and he knows the hour. And he is a sign for the end times. He knows the future. He's also a creator. He did create things according to the Quran. So why are you denying Jesus? Why do you not want to follow him when your own book tells you that he is worthy of that? So come to Jesus. He will lead you to heaven and give you eternal life. Thank you, brother. Thank you, everyone. This is Al-Fadi. Over and out. God bless. Thank you for listening. We'll be right back after this message. You're listening to Let Us Reason with Al Fadi. We depend on the generous gifts of our supporters to produce this program. To join us in this work, go to patreon.com and search for CIRA International. That's C-I-R-A International. You can also donate through PayPal. Go to CIRAinternational.com to learn more. Your support will help us continue introducing Muslims to the gospel of Christ. Now, back to Let Us Reason. And today is going to be even more exciting because we're going to talk about a topic that you probably have heard about day in and day out, that the Quran have scientific miracles. So we are going to talk about these amazing scientific Quranic miracles today, assuming they are scientific and assuming they are amazing. So with that, of course, in mind, let us uh, turn our attention now to our dear brother, uh, Rob Christian, who is joining us virtually into our studios to unpack all of that for us. Rob, welcome back, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for allowing me to be here. It's an honor to be here again for uh, to record another video with you to show everybody how the Quran cannot be a book from God. Because if Muslims claim that Allah is God, how can then Allah make mistakes, especially regarding this topic? scientific mistakes yet it's unbelievable that muslims till today without any knowledge claim that the quran has scientific miracles in it let's see if that's true what they claim you or can we prove that the quran is full of holes full of mistakes scientific mistakes and would anyone who have uh, paid attention in biology class would agree with allah and his mistakes in the quran or should he think and have to believe that the one who wrote the Quran was an illiterate 7th century caravan robber. Let's see what the Quran has to say about science. And if we can, my friends, if we can show you one mistake, because if the, this book is supposedly divine from an all-knowing God, if one mistake we can prove it, we can show it from the Quran that cripples Islam, that destroys Islam like a domino effect. So one mistakes will collapse the entirety of the Quran. Chapter 86, chapter 86, ayah 7, it says, وَيَخْرُجُ مِنْ بَيْنَ السُّلْبِ وَالتَّرَائِبِ وَيَخْرُجُ مِنْ بَيْنَ السُّلْبِ وَالتَّرَائِبِ Meaning, proceeding, semen proceeding from between the backbone and the ribs. The backbone meaning the backbone of the man, if we go to the tafsir, and the ribs, basically the necklace area of the woman. So 
Muslims, if they believe that the Quran is a divine book, they have to agree with the Quran that men don't have uh, semen coming from their uh, private area. No, no. They have to believe that semen comes from the backbone of the men. And even women in Islam have semen that gushes out from their breasticles. Sorry to say. Muslims, be warned if you are, uh, you know, warned if you are married to a Muslim lady. May, according to the Quran, one day when you're sleeping next to her, she, she can leak semen from her necklace. Sorry, that's what the Quran is saying. I'm not the one saying it. Please don't shoot a messenger. Now, we have done some videos and live shows uh, regarding this topic. And many Muslim apologists, like the EF Dawa uh, team here, they had to do some nice duct taping, mental gymnastics, tarqiyah, fixing what the Quran does not say. So Allah needs help from Muslims of today, modern Muslim apologists, to fix what Allah does not say in the Quran and what early scholars like Ibn Kathir, Al-Tabari, did not say. So they have to add to the classical scholars and their tafsir. And you see someone like Imran, who I think is a Pakistani, who does not know Arabic, claims that he is a medical doctor. He will help Allah saying that, no, no, here it does not mean backbone. The Arabic does not say backbone uh, or ribs. It actually says pelvis. Pelvis, basically, the private uh, area in a human body, right? The private part area. Uh, of a man and a woman. So they are calling as-sulb wa-taraib the pelvis. How embarrassing, what kind of lies. Brother, you want to add something on top of this? There is nothing to add, brother. There is just nothing to add. As you see, nothing but lies, tarqiyah and tadlis from the Muslim apologists, the da'wagandists of today. And here is tafsir al-tabari on the screen. Tafsir al-tabari, the creme de la creme one of the most earliest mufassirun or mufassirin for the Quran. And remember, the tafsir came into existence to defend the Quran. So why would these early scholars like At-Tabari lie about what the Quran in the Arabic says? Here is chapter 86 again, ayah 7, the tafsir of At-Tabari himself. It says, and maybe you want to read for us the Arabic brother and then read the translation. The Arabic says, قال ابن زيد في قوله يخرج من بين الصلب والترائب قال الترائب الصدر وهذا الصلب وأشار إلى ظهره Ibn Zayd said in his saying الترائب the chest and this is a الصلب so he pointed basically to his back Wow, so here the EF Dawa team, for example, or any modern Muslim apologists want to tell us that the early scholars like At-Tabari, the early Mufassirun or Mufassirin, they are a bunch of liars. They don't know what, uh, what uh, the Quran or what the Arabic says. They have to lie. They have to do tadlis and tarqiyah to deceive and fix what the Quran does not say. Clearly, as you see, here, Ibn Zayd, who is in the chain, he is pointing literally with his fingers, with his hand. He's pointing to his back that that's the area, the sulb of the man, the area, 
right? And the taraib are, is the chest of the woman, the necklace, basically the necklace area. So according to the Quran of Allah, according to the wisdom, the hikmah of Allah, and his illiterate prophet, the caravan robber himself, Muhammad, women have semen gushing out from their necklace area, and men, semen gushes out from the backbone, and he's pointing, Ibn Zayd is pointing uh, with his fingers to his back. And it becomes even more clear if we go to the next slide. This is uh, in this time. This time we see from Ibn Kathir, the Ibn Kathir, same chapter, same ayah, chapter 86, ayah 7. Here we have Ibn Abbas. Brother, can you read the Arabic for us? An Ibn Abbas, يَخْرُجُوا مِنْ بَيْنِ الصُّلْبِ وَالتَّرَائِبِ قَالَ هَذِهِ التَّرَائِبِ وَوَضَعَ يَدَهُ عَلَى صَدْرِهِ وقال الضحاك وعطية عن ابن عباس تريبة المرأة موضع القلادة موضع القلادة the necklace basically so you want to read the English for them yeah you you continue brother all right from, from ibn Abbas at Taraib he said this is a Taraib and he placed his hand on his chest and الضحاك and عطية said from ibn Abbas at Taraib of a woman is the necklace area. So brother, do you see how modern Muslim Dawagandists, modern Muslim missionaries lie and deceive their audience? And these people have hundreds and hundreds of subscribers who do not know the Arabic language. They cannot read the tafasir to see that actually semen, according to the Quran, according to the wisdom of Allah and his illiterate prophet, who is from the 7th century, that... <laughs> women and men have semen gushing from their body, but not from the private area as the liars, I mean, the Muslim apologists are claiming, no, crystal clear evidence from the tafsir explaining and defending the Quran that the area of the woman is the necklace area and the area of the man is the backbone. So, I mean, there if, you go. If, if you're saying this gentleman, you mentioned a name, I think Imran, you said, who's a medical doctor, I will not go to that medical doctor because obviously he skipped anatomy and physiology because that, that tells me that he doesn't have a clue what is the uh, anatomy or physiology of the human body. Or the other idea is that these men have abrogated the word of Allah. Why am I not surprised? They did probably abrogated it. Exactly, exactly. And uh, if we continue reading Tafsir ibn Kathir, for the same chapter, same ayah, brother, look what uh, Ibn Kathir adds more in his tafsir. Yeah. Read it, please. So in Arabic, وَقَالَ عَلِي إِبْنُ أَبِي طَلْحَةَ عَنِ إِبْنِ عَبَّاسِ Once again, we're talking about Ibn Abbas. التَّرَائِبْ بَيْنَ ثَدْيَيْهَا And uh, in English, and Ali Ibn Abi Talha said from Ibn Abbas, التَّرَائِبْ between her, oh dear, nibbles. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. So you see, brother, do you see how the early Mufassirun or Mufassirin like Ibn Kathir and the Tabari are confirming that Allah literally meant that women can have semen and that area where it gushes out from is between, you know, the, the, the necklace area. Let us, you know, <laughs> keep it that way. So you see, brothers and sisters, Brothers and sisters, in humanity, if the Muslims are watching, and our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, 
Do you see how Muslim, modern Muslim apologists have to lie? Because when they read the Quran, they know, they know that there are many disaster claims that science of today, modern science actually contradicts and proves that the Quran is nothing but a book written by a man from the 7th century who did not know what he was talking about. He and his scribes actually had no idea. And this proves that if Allah, if Muslims love to claim that Allah is God, that means you Muslims, you Muslims worship a God who is not all-knowing, but actually is a jahil who does not know where semen comes from. Thank you, brother. Unfortunately, brother, I mean, uh, th this is very troubling that you will still find some of our Muslim friends who are doctors or scientists, or at least have access to anatomy and physiology easily these days, would like to at least trump what science says for the sake of just trying to prove that the Quran is correct. This is embarrassing, actually, to say the least. Thank you, brother, as always. Thank you, everyone. This is Al-Fadi, over and out. God bless you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.